0: Cody, Yeah. do you yeah. remember the time that I um, heard you talking incessantly about how you didn't like pro football anymore? You only like college football? And it was like this oh. statement that you needed to make to everyone. It was like you all of a sudden you just felt like really good about yourself, like you were too good for pro football. <clears throat> so you were talking, talking about it, and then this friend of my dad's, Matt came up to me, and it was a really big game. The Seahawks are playing someone. It was like a big game in really good seats. Like how many rows up?
1: Well, it's, it's like on the field. Yeah, it's like on the 30 field. or 40-yard line. It was a big playoff game. Literally on the field.
0: And he told, he told me he wanted to give me and you the tickets. And I was like, oh, no, Cody's not into football anymore. Yeah. And you were so mad at me. So this Thanks. is the lesson. This is what I want to tell you. When you're all principled and you need to make your big announcements of the things you're into, when I take you seriously, oh, no. you're really not.
1: So any any man listening to this would totally feel my pain with this because me making those statements, <laughs> me making the statements was making the simple statement that I liked college football more. Yeah, but, but you said it so many times. Any man, any man, I speak for men everywhere. Okay. If they're offered free tickets to an NFL game, free tickets that are like amazing season tickets on the field. Why Let's not say yes. women? Even if – women too. I'm just saying, even if tell. you're not an avid fan who watches the NFL every Sunday, like right now, I never watch the NFL anymore, but I would love to go to a game for free. Are you kidding me? It's a pro sports game. Yeah, so how any, I how go out? to play out?
0: Well, you're, he came around to you and said, I was going to give you tickets, but Lou said he didn't yeah, make the yeah, game so anymore. Yeah,
1: so he gave them to someone else. So, so he was like, hey, man, I really tried to give your wife uh, these <laughs> tickets, but she was adamant that you just didn't like pro football. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I thought it was weird. So I kind of pressed her on it. Like I thought,
0: Yeah, I was he like, asked me like sure? three times and I was like, "Nah, he's not into it. But this is the thing. First when of all, that's obsess- very rude.
1: Someone tried to give you something for free and you're like, nah. Nah, well, I'm good.
0: Yeah.
1: That's rude. It could have been a fun I wanted to go. date, a fun trip.
0: Yeah, I just thought someone else You would wanted to, to go me. and you
1: thought it just would be torturous for me to watch a pro football game.
0: Yeah, that's how you made Babe. it seem because you talked too much about it. You were like No. No. No, I'm not into it. This is a
1: misrepresentation I, of the facts. I I mean, you
0: just get a little bit can I say that like self-important or something when you're on it, when you're on one, no, 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 no. you're just like, mm, no, it. I just don't like this. Movie. So I held your feet to oh, the passionate. Fire.
1: passionate is the right you're word. You're passionate. Passionate about it. what I'm passionate about. So
0: anyways, um, when you found out, you are real bummed. And then you got the, uh, the chance a couple years later to go. He offered you tickets again. Yeah.
1: To a Monday night game, it was the the Seahawks versus the Lions, and Jesse, my brother in law, is a big time Lions fan. So me and Jesse and our friend Mason went. Mason's a, a Seahawks fan, and we got to go to Monday night game and see mm-hmm. like the whole Monday night crew, and it was it was fun. So what so did you learn? From, what did you learn from it? Did you learn that maybe- I learned that my wife misrepresented the facts in the in the story, and that I missed out on a cool opportunity.
0: Hmm. <laughs> This episode is just Cody and I visiting at the beginning of the year, right after his birthday. We kind of talked about our year in review, what we've been up to, and we also kind of just go through me asking Cody some questions, him asking me some questions. We kind of jump around a lot, but we um, really love just kind of kicking off the year with setting some goals and visiting so we turn on the microphone and hopefully you guys enjoy listening to this. We're also just really excited about the year coming up and the guests we have coming of recording. It's so much fun for us and we've missed it a lot.
1: So it's been a while since we've been a podcast, kind of with good reason. I mean, we've been wanting to, we've been missing doing it because we enjoy it, but we've been up to some things, so busy as usual as ever, everyone is, but um, what do we have, uh, I guess kind of tell everyone what we've been up to specifically the last couple of months. That's kind of taken a lot of our time and attention.
0: Yeah. Well, we put almost everything on hold in November because, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we had the opportunity. We, we had been looking around for kind of like an investment property yeah, and one really fell into our lap and it just needed a little bit of love. So us, Cody and I and my sister and her husband bought it and we devoted like all of the holiday season to using every spare minute, Mm -hmm. to fixing it up. And we were crazy to open it up like for guests on Christmas. And so it was super fun because it wasn't too bad. It like, it really wasn't too bad. But when you started the project. There was more and more little things that needed done and all construction projects go that way. Yeah. And I will tell you that glue on the floor almost, I think I'm still, Oof. I'm still recovering from it. There was like beautiful hardwood floors that had like a big <laughs> layer of glue with like a indoor outdoor carpet over it. Yeah. And we couldn't find a way to get it up without damaging everything. We couldn't sand it up cause the glue was gumming up the sander. So we just had to take little putty scrapers and heat guns and sit on our knees or on our butts Mm -hmm. and scrape every inch of those floors. And we did it till like two in the morning,
1: breathed in all kinds of
0: toxic, flaming hot glue.
1: I'm not okay still. I'm really not. I think think I'm finally recovered, but physically and mentally, that was terrible. It was terrible. Have I don't recovered? even know how I recovered.
0: Use this as a segue into your new health kick.
1: No, no, oh, geez, stop. Uh, thanks for the support, honey.
0: Um, <laughs> well, your body's a microchip. Whatever I can do to
1: support oh, you. Okay. Anyway, uh, I don't even know how many hours you and I spent. It's probably, especially you. Yeah. Because that the glue scraping became like. Your job because it, someone had to be doing it like all the time. Yeah, to get and done. I'm not like especially skilled at other
0: construction things, so I was just there to do what I could do. And I felt like any hour that I wasn't scraping glue was an hour wasted. Yeah. So
1: we're I scra- talking like a 2,000 square foot house with four bedrooms and everything, and it was every single room that had to be scraped. And we're talking like plank by plank, board by board, and. Every square inch of that place had this thick layer of glue. So what'd you learn from that? Well from just doing the story house?
0: Yeah, all of it.
1: Well, for me, I think it was uh it was a fun experience. It was because it was something that really pushed us. Um, first of all, it was like kind of a scary risk just to buy the property to begin with, but then like um just really kind of putting ourselves out there with that and then trying to work hard, uh, and getting it finished and like balancing our schedules, uh, like keeping our normal life going and then trying to figure out time to go do that. Mm-hmm. And, but it was like, just trying to decide like, okay, we just have to kind of sprint through this season mm-hmm. and push really hard. I mean, we were going over to Oregon twice a week working, you know, till two in the morning, working on our days off. Um, yeah, the cool thing was is we both knew
0: we're gonna sprint, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then since then, we've made it like a really intentional rest season. Right. Yeah.
1: And we've
0: Definitely. taken like every minute we can just to like be kind of hold in with our kids or with some friends and yeah, um, take it easy and create lots of space for the kids. the The fun thing was is like it was our kids and their cousins and the whole downstairs of this guest house was, like, offices that they turned into, like, playrooms, and they set up forts,
1: and they uh-huh. set up
0: movies. And so they had, like, the funnest adventure, which was really fun, I think, yeah, for I me to it. be like, hey, we can take on projects, make our kids a part of it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to more. But <clears throat> I think we have to, like, budget out our time where – um, we know when we're going to push it, and then we know when the stopping point is.
1: And that's kind of what got us through, I think, is knowing that, okay, we know we can't do this forever, but if we can get <coughs> to the end of this, you know, this goal, mm-hmm. then we can kind of dial back a little bit. Next Would session. you say
0: we work well together or not
1: well together? Both. How so? Is that an answer? Well, I think... In a situation like that when we're up against you know uh, kind of a deadline with like kind of the pressures on like i think we actually work really well together i think because we both have a similar mindset and um you know you have a really hard work ethic and, and so do i and so i think we can just really push through and and get things done um, oh the best part it was right
0: before christmas it was one of the last nights we were working and we put the kids to bed at my parents' house and then we went back, we got some food Mm -hmm. and like I had worked on staging the kitchen and the bedrooms or not staging, but getting all the furniture and then you were hanging blinds. It was like one of the very last nights we were working. Yeah. And I was trash. Like I felt like a hundred years old and you put on a Christmas movie. Like,
1: This is a good Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie.
0: (laughs) From like my Uh, junior high years in like the master bedroom and told me to like lay down and while you finished up all the projects and it was the best feeling to be sitting in this place that we, along with our family, had like (laughs) made from scratch and like be sitting in like the middle of it while you finished up. Yeah. It was a good feeling. And it was a casual 2.30 in the morning. So I think uh, there was a couple of times where I just was like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll never sleep again.
1: I know. It was actually
0: really fun. It was like a fun adventure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: What else do you want to talk about?
1: Oh, I don't know. Well, so a part of what I guess we talked about too with like trying to be intentional with our time and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. With you, I mean, you kind of made some tough choices in the fall, like around the time we started doing the story house.
0: Right, right. So I worked at um, the school where my kids go, um, teaching music and teaching aid and substituting, which was really fun. I liked it. Um, But I also have, I'm just a person who likes a lot of little side hustles, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. But we had for years kind of wanted an investment property. And we didn't know that it was all going to come together and drop in our lap. Like right basically at the beginning of the school year when I started going more full time, not full time, but putting in more responsibility at this job. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, I can do this all. I'm going to do this, 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 and this, like four or five things that are really important to me and I'll keep working, and we'll do this house. And I think I quickly found out that that just was not a thing. And it feels like failure to me, but it was really clear, like, you can pick a couple things that you love and be really good at them, or you can keep doing a bunch of stuff and be crappy at at it all. And be crappy to your family. This is
1: crazy to me. because. So I was telling you, I was telling you during this time, like, you should probably – you told me job. to pick.
0: Yeah, you like, you you're not going to do anything things.
1: well. But you, for some reason, had this mental block with quitting a job. And you told me that you had never quit a job before.
0: No, I don't quit. Thanks. Which
1: is crazy to me. But like, I know, have said works. no.
0: Like, I say no to things that I can't do. Like, yeah. I definitely don't mind being right. like, oh, I can't do that. Or, hey, I'm too busy for but, that. But, like, a job that I do and that I like doing, unless there's a really good reason or I'm like there's something it's really not something I do
1: yeah it was interesting to me because you really battled over that and felt sort of like this pressure some kind of guilt to not yeah I still don't
0: understand it I probably should talked to a counselor about it but like quitting seems like failure to me but also I am kind of a flighty person like I change my mind a lot so Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know why but it was like this decision of like if we're gonna get this guest house like we should go all in on this and really focus on it yeah so i did both
0: for a few months and then and then it was like my kids are paying the price for this because i'm so tired and i'm kind of strung out and this is something this is something we wanted to do for a long time that just kind of landed in our lap so um yeah and since then we've been sort of on a roll to be like what else can we free up and we're trying to like prioritize things we know we should be doing and make room for new adventures that we can say yes to and there's a few things we just really enjoy doing like i want to say yes to more like with our church and with um our people and i don't know be open for new stuff but just like trying to hang on to every hour of the day being spoken for I don't think is where it's at for me anymore and I it kind of felt like uh sort of feel like the wrong thing yeah for myself for my kids for my family and I don't know was I grumpy I feel like it was super nice to you through it all
1: no comment <laughs> <laughs> no it's hard that's that's the thing that ends up happening though I think like when you try to do so many things at once you that kind of spills out and affects your relationships your to your closest people around you Mm -hmm. um you know because there's kind of a tipping point there you can't maintain that level of just you know you're just scattered like going so many different directions and it's like you were driving all over the place running the kids everywhere trying to work and it's so busy and it's like it's hard to actually maintain anything and do it well
0: yeah and 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 the main thing is is I don't want these years where the kids are little to go by and me not have noticed because they're really fun right now. Oh yeah. I don't want to like miss it. Nothing yeah. is worth that to me. So um, projects that I can kind of bring them in on
1: mm-hmm. are, are
0: really important to me. And there's other couple things um, creatively that are really important to me, but nothing else really that I don't, you know, I'll have time for whatever later in life, but yeah. I, I kind of really want to, have them around and be around them, and yeah, they are fun, and you're fun, so thanks. We got to stick Likewise. together,
1: definitely. Yeah, I think it's good to sort of slow down and try to rest when we can and be intentional about time as a family and time yeah. to rest so we can be ready for those busy seasons when they present themselves mm-hmm. when there's an opportunity, you know. Yeah, I think if we're more refreshed and um. Uh, Rested, then when an opportunity like a guest house or something comes along, we'll be able to yep. jump into it. And- yep, I'm also
0: super stoked. We've had a good response to the Sela this year, the Sela retreat, and that's yes. something that's really life giving. And I've noticed whenever I'm saying yes to things that I've made a little margin in my life, so I have brain space for like it's regenerative. Like I I feel like my energy is multiplied, my mm-hmm. creativity is multiplied. My work, I get twice the amount done. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes you just have to do a job because you need money and you can't be of precious course. about it. But at this phase in my life, like I've put in a lot of hours of actual work work.
1: Mm-hmm. And at
0: this point, I feel like we need to be like intentional and not just grinding.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, we can grind if you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Take it uh, how you want, okay? Will do. Um, uh, so no, Cody, I'm excited for you with the selah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, I told Lou that I had this dream of being the chef for the selah, and now it's not feasible, and I know that it'd probably make all the ladies feel awkward.
0: No, it's for it's gonna be like co ed whoever wins this year. No, well, it's not. Whenever dudes want to sign up.
1: Well, I'm signing up next year then. My fear is, though, be the though, Cody, chef.
0: I want you to, too. But you can't bring your own personal agendas.
1: Oh, I for you. sure will.
0: And you can't hover over people waiting for a compliment. And that's where you struggle. I call Cody's <sighs> no, meals that no, he makes. No, 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 no. I call his meals his I do say so. If I do say so myself. Because he Whoa. really needs compliments and affirmation.
1: Oh, I don't
0: need <laughs> yes, him. You do. It's not
1: like my need to be praised.
0: and it's a little (laughs) exhausting like I'm eating and I'm like yeah
1: this is good yeah Uh, that's such an exaggeration
0: well
1: no I feel like I'm really honest about meals like I'll tell you like no this isn't good like I didn't season this well and then you you think that you think I'm taking that I'm saying that as like please give me a compliment I just try to be very honest about like no I actually messed up on this one but I also I'm not afraid to tell you if I think it's incredible. And I'll say, yep, nailed it. This is incredible. And yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you too. Well, I had to put pants on for the podcast. I felt like it'd be weird if I wasn't wearing pants. So
0: You're never wearing pants.
1: I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I decided to, like, put some clothes on for Cody- the podcast.
0: <laughs> Cody Dre walks in the door and his clothes, like, explode off of him. You know as as
1: what? I'm not sorry for that.
0: Yeah, and our poor neighbors.
1: You know what? I'm still not sorry for that. No,
0: you're
1: not. What are your goals for this year? I've got a lot of goals for work, um, you know, in in terms of just hitting benchmarks and sales goals and stuff like that. Um, So be going into, I've been there for four years, so in my fifth year. So lots of goals there. Um, Have some fitness goals. Nothing too crazy. Um, might do like a triathlon or something this year that I haven't done for a while. You know what I found out the other day that's really disappointing, which I guess I already knew. But triathlons are freaking expensive. So would you start a GoFundMe? To do? I'm not going to ask anyone to pay for me to do triathlon. So no. <laughs> um, well, so the thing is, is like the I would love to do a half Ironman, but. They're like eight hundred dollars, and you know, most of the time, I mean, you have to travel to get to them too, which would be fun. But the race themselves are so expensive, so probably not something that's going to happen in the near future. But,
0: Sorry,
1: yeah, but there's like some local, like, like sprint. Are you going to do? You're going to
0: do an ultra marathon, right?
1: Yeah, this summer, um, there's a forty mile ultra marathon in McCall. I want to do with a friend, so we'll do that. Should be fun. Um, so. Nothing super serious. I feel like I was a little more serious on like specific goals last year with in terms of like fitness or whatever, but um, maybe trying to take a more balanced approach this year too. I want
0: to do, I kind of every year this time of year, I'm hit by like a major travel bug and restlessness and I'm trying to stay put and keep perspective, but also... I spend a portion of every day planning like road trips in my head.
1: So, yeah. Oh, okay. my gosh. Yeah. I want to
0: go on lots of road trips this year. We really yeah. enjoy it as a family. Yeah, I do, too. And I with do. friends. And um, we have a few goals. We're hoping maybe to buy a house this year. Yep. We've been a little bit of, I don't know, no house people for a few years. And we sold our home in Oregon this last year and i think we're ready
1: to buy a house here it's almost two years ago now that we sold it oh really that was, it'll be two years ago this spring yeah okay it's crazy well do
0: you have any relationship goals
1: well i do actually you know what i want to do is take more walks with you this time of year is it's kind of nice to sort of re fresh and like restart and kind of think about goals for the year and it, The way my job is, it kind of allows for that because January is our slowest month of the year. So in a way, like work isn't as intense. um, And so it kind of allows for time to take a step back and like think about goals for the year, kind of reevaluate things. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's where I've been at. I've been trying to like um, try new things that I'm not good at. Like, we did Pilates yesterday for the first time, which was a lot of fun. That was a fun day. It was really fun. We went to the Y, and Lou and I did Pilates, and then we went swimming afterwards with the kids and sat in the hot tub while they swam, and we watched them, which was super cool. But something like that in the past, you know, I don't know if I would have been open to doing, but it was really fun to try something new. Can I tell you
0: something? Hmm. Let me say this. I see you really intentionally trying to slow down and chill out, but in a super unchill way. Like you like I'm gonna be the best at being chill that's how you are
1: <laughs> I know I'm gonna win and I'll be yeah, the best.
0: I'll have to make you a first prize ribbon for being for chilling out
1: I would appreciate that yeah I have been I have been which you know I don't usually do things halfway when mm-hmm. I decide to do them but no but like so with that and then like I've been swimming
0: mm-hmm. so
1: like think, and I'm not a good swimmer like I'm really just not, not naturally it's not something I've ever done so like It's good for me to try to do these things like Pilates Mm -hmm. or swimming, that I'm not naturally good at, because I have typically always gravitated towards things that I'm good at already or naturally good at.
0: There's only like two or three things left in the
1: world that you're not good
0: at. Yeah, I think
1: there might be like one or two other things. So, so see if we can master. What
0: should I try that I'm not good at? um, Well,
1: what do you think?
0: Well, there's a lot.
1: I think we should keep doing Pilates for sure, both of us can do I am good at that. at that though. Well, we can always get better. Could I though?
0: I was the picture of Grace. So <laughs> really beautiful <laughs> to it. Hey, what's something that you could do specific to getting to know me better this year? Or do you know every how many years have we known each other?
1: A hundred? Uh yeah, it's about a hundred, I think. A hundred and twenty? Um, yeah. Um. Well, gosh. Let's see. We're going on twenty years. So it's nineteen. It's been nineteen years.
0: Right. That so do even... you know everything there is to know about me? Because I don't um, like that feeling. That makes close. me feel caged. You kidding me? Sometimes I feel like there's no mystery no, left. No. This is
1: actually. I'm glad you brought this up. You know, it was really interesting this year for Christmas. It was really fun. Uh, Christmas Day. hmm We went on a walk. Yeah, I remember that. At your parents' house, right. we do Christmas at Lou's parents' house. So. We went on a walk and I felt like I learned so much more about you and your childhood on that walk. Because you just like told me stories about your childhood, about how you walked your neighbors and get milk and stuff when you were a girl. <laughs> but it was fun. though. It was really fun because we like walked up their driveway a little bit and like you were showing me where you play as a girl. Because your parents have like 20 acres and you're showing me these different parts of their property that you play at. So to answer your question, no, I definitely don't think I know everything about you. Cause I, that was really like fun and exciting for me to be like, and it was like a little bit of insight into you mm-hmm. as a little girl. And it was fun to kind of picture that, you know, um, how you grew up and it was, it was, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> honestly, we just need to spend more time together, but I think being intentional about making that happen. Rate our 10th year that, of marriage. Our 10th year.
0: Yeah. Was um, it a good
1: year? For sure. For sure. Better than our ninth year, like by far. Well, yeah, our ninth year was pretty Probably hard. Our worst, year, but yeah, worst year ever. Worst year ever. I think it was great. Might
0: have been our best year, babe. Yeah, seven stands out. I thought seven was pretty good. What happened in seven? I don't know. Well, I just remember just thinking like this was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> nine, <laughs> nine was. Nine was definitely hard. Eight, nine, super hard. But,
1: like there was sort of a lot that came to the surface though. That yeah, that's had true. Been suppressed, yeah.
0: And, I just heard this thing that said, like, the analogy of wine, um, grapes, like, in a vineyard. I'm going to butcher this. But, like, in the off-season, whenever they're, like, cutting back grapes super hard, those are the ones that are going to be, like, yield the best fruit the next year.
1: Yeah.
0: Not the dead ones. The already dead ones they leave alone. And I think that, like, our worst times or our hardest years... And I think I think we were really naive going into getting married thinking we were just going to, like, have a great time all the time. And then we were a little bit, like, taken back and disillusioned when things were hard. Mm-hmm. But our hardest times have set us up for, like, some of our best times. Mm-hmm. Like, we end up having, like, yeah, the, the best, like, forward momentum and the best times together whenever we have, like kind of stuck with it through kind of really stressful whether with outside circumstances or we are just different people I mean it's like we have to re-get to know each other every few years that's well they're going
1: through hard times and like failures or just like going through something hard yeah I think if you lean into it and try to work through it like in a healthy way then it creates opportunity for growth because like there's different ways you can approach that you can shut down you can pull back away from it you can decide you want to quit or Mm -hmm. give up or you can lean into it and say okay i am choosing to work through this because i care about my relationship and that's where real growth actually happens is through the the hard times
0: yeah can i say that i do respect that a lot about you this year Hmm. because you are like you were such a super kind, sweet person, but you, you'd hit a ceiling. You were only as sweet and kind as you could be because everything was on the surface and there was a lot of stuff from your past that you would never dealt with. Yeah. And you took initiative, you got counseling, you took really took ownership of your like mental and emotional life, which opened up a lot of doors for our, our relationship. Yeah. And that kind of, And you, yeah, you just changed a lot, which was hard for me because I felt like I was kind of with a stranger in a way, but you were changing for the better. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, I mean, now you probably have to do the same. We take turns, so don't quit on me because I'm getting better, like fine (laughs) wine.
1: I'll be better next year. We're taking turns getting better. That's good. Always. I think that's good. I I think that's kind of how life is, you know. In marriage and I think yeah. we're gonna help each other grow and build each other up like yeah you've, you've done a lot for me to help me
0: yeah but we've broken up a lot of our like I mean we're not like you can't be codependent in the way of like you have this person there to like help you when you need help and blame when things don't go well like yeah. I, I guess what I'm saying this last year is you decided like <clears throat> I'm getting better. You can come with me or not. Like yeah. this, I'm getting better. And I've had years like that too, where you weren't ready at all to grow mm-hmm. in the ways I needed to grow. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to do it as a couple, but you weren't yeah. interested or you weren't like, there was even a time where you really weren't that interested in having like a relationship with God. And I right. was, and so I what just I decided I'm going, you can come with me or not.
1: And you really did. You showed up to the party. This time, like, a year ago, I think I had to draw, like, a line in the sand because I started to realize, like, I always, for everything in my life, I always made this excuse. And this is for everything, like, for improving in relationships or my health or fitness or anything like that. I was, like, I'm just too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. And I started realizing, like, I can't make that excuse anymore. Yeah. And some of the most, like... Um, successful people or healthy people or people that I looked up to, I realized, like, they're far busier than me. Uh, and they make time to yeah. work on these things. And I finally decided, like, I have
0: You're, to yeah, do this. You your know? busyness, I think, like, I watched it clear as day, was, like, you were constructing a busy life to, like, outrun your pain. Like, you are someone that just keeps mm. keeps in motion always. Because if you sit still, everything catches up to you. Mm-hmm. And, and that all culminated with a giant wreck that, like, broke your body and you did have to, like, be still. But before that, you know, you a lot of that started undoing in you. And I'm excited because the podcast, I think we're going to take that direction for a while. Talking about some of the undoing and the unhurriedness and stuff. I think that's going to be really fun. We have some cool guests coming on no one cooler than you thanks for being here tonight
1: huh. no one cooler than me no wow. that's great you know that might be offensive to no you no
0: one is going to be tests. topless with a fisherman's hat on <laughs>
1: well, maybe i if mean you request, i hope if you request that they do that then maybe they will maybe uh, no. you've never asked anyone to do that <laughs> do you want to do a episode sometime of just cycle cycling talk I would love that, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, like, probably the only American that actually watches cycling. Oh, so.
0: Cody, this is your problem. You think you're, like, super...
1: No, oh. here's the thing. Tons oh. of people love to cycle. They love cycling. You're not as, like... Nobody loves to watch cycling like I do. I That's mean.
0: not true. And this is how you lost your football tickets.
1: It's talking exactly like that. But I have never found a fellow cycling fan in the flesh in person that loves to follow and watch professional cycling like i do it's in europe i mean it's that's just normal but
0: okay you're giving me a rash right now that what? is not, no like for it's you just, to say no, even people
1: in, who love in cycling Idaho, that there's no one else people love cycling okay i'm not saying there's no one else but i have never met someone okay else there people love to cycle people cycling here is really popular mountain biking road biking but people who love cycling don't doesn't mean that they love you know to watch cycling and they love it like you it's hard to watch too it's hard to watch in the u.s like you have to it's really obscure you have to get like we'll a, save a all this for that for the podcast we're, episode we're going to do
0: let's on
1: do cycling it. really let's do okay. it
0: during the let's do it during the week of the tour
1: during the tour yeah. Okay. So in July, this gives you plenty of time to like sharpen up the skills. So my the tour life. is actually a week earlier this year. It starts in June instead of July because of the Olympics. So they bumped it up. Oh, week June
0: two. doesn't work for me. Just kidding.
1: Let's Well, do the it. tour is three weeks long, as you know, so it goes into July.
0: I do know it's really hard. It's a long stretch of time for you to obsess. But anyway, so is there anything else we should talk about? I feel like we're
1: I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm excited for future episodes and excited for the Sala coming up. And there's there's a lot of cool stuff I think that's going to happen this year. So I think if it's going to be fun. If you don't know
0: what the Sala is, go to episode. Let me look. Episode. This is because
1: this is your second one. So second annual, right?
0: Yeah. Um, hmm. It might be episode 12. Can you look that up for me while I talk about it?
1: Yeah, I'll look it up.
0: Okay. Um, anyways, you can hear all about it. And we have two spots left. So if you want to come, then you should come. It's kind of like a silent retreat slash. I mean, we're not silent the whole time. That'd be crazy. But like, a um, rest. like, yeah, like your rest slash um, creative content. Although, if you don't feel like you want to be creative, that's great. It's kind of convening with nature, like being alone together with friends. And we've talked about it a lot, but and we'll do an ad for it. But um, we also did an episode on it. So that is really exciting. It's coming up soon. And that is something that like gets me stoked. I can't wait. I love my friends so much, and I love meeting new friends. I really love all the people around it good to come
1: so anyways looks like it's episode 16 yeah it's kind of that time of year where like the the winter is you can, we can kind of feel like winter's gonna come to an end soon because mm-hmm. we're getting a couple warm days here and there
0: yeah i've changed so you a get, lot like, are getting excited in the last few years it used to, and you can attest to this in the last few years in the dog days of winter i would always come to you and be like I think we're moving. I think we're supposed to move. Yeah. We're moving. And I would like, just really start thinking in my mind that we were supposed to move. And then after a few spring days, I would be like, Oh, maybe not. It yeah, you completely, like, eh, no, you would not. say, you say this every year. And I'd be like, really do it. Cause I
1: don't, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> last year, but uh, now I think a lot of people can relate to that though. Yeah. It, the winter. I mean, and by this part of the winter there's Christmas is long gone and like it's not exciting. Yeah, anymore. and my skin,
0: ooh, it's like it needs some sun, something for yours. Well, I,
1: I always have that problem, but
0: that's true. You're like Casper the Ghost. It's okay. But um this year and last year, and maybe the year before, I started getting kind of excited this time of year. Like everything is still and I love the beginning of spring so much that I don't want to rush it. I Mm -hmm. love the first time you see a tiny flower poking through. The The first time you kind of like notice that the light is staying light longer. Everything about it that I don't want to rush it and I don't want to rush the summer. So I like get excited for the dead of winter because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look for the tiny signs of life and tiny signs of spring. And every day that that happens,
1: I'm going to be excited, which we'll preach if you want to get spiritual about it, but we won't tonight every spring and summer though I fall more in love with Boise like it's beautiful and then just the culture and community here like right. people are doing stuff people are out at restaurants and like the patios and people are sort of open the restaurant patios and people are out oh, eating yeah. and yeah, yeah. everyone's out riding their bikes and everyone's hiking and like it just it makes me fall more in love with Boise every year but those like, fun events and everything it's just really cool if you could pick one place to go like on an extended trip where would it be
0: I'm trying to think of the Are place talking, like, you really wanted to go. Just like a few months ago, you were
1: researching it. You were talking about it. You were like,
0: "It was me." Was it in Colombia? It was some town I had never. Oh heard of. yeah, it
1: was Colombia. It was a uh, was it Bogota? As I said, I think it, so. There's there's a professional cyclist I follow who won the Tour de France last year, who is from this town. I think it's Bogata, B O G A T A. I think. Columbia. And you looks had it in your head that cool.
0: we were going to, like, save up
1: well, and go there. No, we so just fun. talked about it, just like we were dreaming about maybe going there. Yeah. I think it'd be super fun. It looks really pretty, and it's, like, actually a pretty big city in Colombia. Huh.
0: I never heard of it, but that uh, sounds fun.
1: Yeah. Um, like, if
0: we could pick a spot to go, see... Yeah, I think South America would be really fun. And
1: Central America too. I've always wanted to go to Panama. So, yeah,
0: I know. That'd be really fun. Panama so would be but really cool. if you could
1: learn a language then would it be Spanish? I'm torn on that. I really would like to learn French actually. But I think Spanish you know would be quite way, a bit of French. I know some, but like I, I feel like Spanish would be easier to learn. I feel like it's more intuitive, like mm-hmm. for people who know English. But and and being from the Western US and stuff, I think Spanish is kind of more a part of Mm-hmm. our culture stuff here but French is just like uh, a cool language and I love to learn French for sure I always want to I've always wanted to go to France at Paris but also like there's so many beautiful parts of like southern France you know, like Nice that area around Nice is so beautiful
0: so we can't f- we can't like narrow it down to one place no what's the connection goal for this year mm.
1: well I want people. to put people over tasks, which is hard for me. So Can't wait for
0: that. That'll yeah. be good. So, I like hearing you say that.
1: Do you? So, did I tell you to do that? No, you didn't. You know who did, actually? Who? Who I talked to you this about, because he has the same goal as Keith. Keith Nagers. He has the same goal. Him and I were talking about it. Um, but.
0: Yeah, because when you have a task in mind, nothing and no one is more important, and it's yeah. hard.
1: Yeah, it's really hard for me. But so I like love it I'm, too
0: because I'm attracted to the fact that you always get your stuff
1: done. Right. Well, what I told Keith, I was like, man, Keith, like if I have a, a plan in mind, like for what I'm gonna do in a day, mm-hmm. like if I have in my mind, like I need to get this done and this done, and I'm gonna go for a run, and I'm gonna do this after that, and I'm gonna do this, how I kind of plan it out. If something throws a wrench in that it's really hard for me and it irritates me I'm only thinking about what my missed opportunity is for what I was trying to do and then you make the people around you feel like just inconveniences yeah I I really want to try and get more flexible and allow for like some interruptions in my life and Mm -hmm. not be so focused on my goals or on my tasks that I have yeah. Because even if it's something silly like, I need to do the dishes, like, if something's stopping me, like, if Lou wants to talk to me and in my mind I'm like, I want to do the dishes, right now. like, I need to get that done, I need to check it off my list. Like, I am so focused on that that it actually, like, ruins my conversation because I'm just ticked off about that. So instead of just being so focused on ticking off the boxes, because I'm good at that, I don't need much – practice in that like mm-hmm. I can I can check boxes and meet goals like that's what I do best mm-hmm. I need to like slow down and be willing to stop and talk to people and interact with someone in the moment and allow for disruptions in my schedule does that answer your question I'm speechless
0: And that's it you guys uh the truth is Cody and I stayed up late we talked for a few hours but I just pulled a few um excerpts out of there and we sometimes forget the mics even on but we have a really good time we think we're hilarious uh thanks for bearing with us listening I hope you guys um and take some time to write, and review, uh, share the, any of the podcast episodes. We have some really fun guests coming up this year. I hope that you guys will keep listening.